You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Play Callers episode 16. We are back after that short break that we took last week. And we hope everyone had a great long weekend last week. We are joined today by none other than the head coach of the men's and women's soccer team, Coach Bill Ferguson. Coach, how are you doing on this Sunday evening? And how excited are you for the soccer season to start? Man, I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. It's been a great day. Spent some time out at the uh, stadium this afternoon. And, uh, man, really excited. Both both of our sides are uh, rearing and just absolutely ready to go. So we're pumped. We're uh, feeling very confident as we continue kind of our preseason preparations, getting ready for game time. Yes, sir. I know me and Max are excited to be up in that booth calling some of y'all's games. First off, I want to introduce that I am kind of a soccer casual, so if I say something wrong, please let me know. But what are some of your tactics and key things that you preach all year in the offseason at practices and everything? And what do you tell your team that they must do before they get to that game time? Yeah, so we, you know, we believe there's kind of four aspects of, of the game and game readiness. There's the physical so we spend a lot of time with uh conditioning strength and conditioning and fitness and coach andrew Pittman runs our strength and conditioning portion um so we take that very seriously preparation being ready to play 80 minutes and to uh you know have high stamina and uh, explosive movement and then we <clears throat> and then we have our technical so this is this is one thing as a coach that i uh definitely believe in you got to be technically sound first touch your ability to control the ball as well as connect with passes and and then finish opportunities so uh, the technical portion is is an area we put a lot of emphasis on training small sided expanded games there's always a technical aspect and then we go to uh, tactical so that's just your kind of game understanding uh, match uh, organization, whether that's positioning, formation, uh, really kind of how our, our approach as a team, uh, how we want to bring the ball into the attacking phase, what we do to recover and transition. And then the last you know, kind of quadrant is the psychological components. That's kind of your, your mindset and mental preparation, doing things to build confidence. We know that confidence is the number one variable in human performance. So we, we have a lot of uh, mindset preparation and, and uh, program manuals for kids to really focus on their belief in themselves and their ability to show up when it matters most, and that's when that whistle blows. Yes, sir, and I, I want to ask another question going off of that. So I'm, I don't know, like, soccer formations that much in positions. Could you explain to the audience, like, what your favorite formation is and what your game plan is going into, you know, big games like that? Yeah. Um, so, you know, formation is basically the uh, kind of the organization of your team, both uh, offensively, defensively. And so you start from the back with the keeper, that'd be the one. 
and then building forward through the defensive unit, we play a uh, 1-4-3-3. So it'd be four defenders, three midfielders, and three attacking players. Um, that That is a very fluid formation. It's what uh, like U.S. national team and, and a lot of uh, professional teams use because there's flexibility. You can pull back, you know, your front three and, and have five across the middle if you want to drop two of your central players into what we call the six or the defensive midfield area. You can play with what's called a double pivot. And so you can kind of adjust in game. So formation is kind of how you start. And then you have a game plan based on who you're playing, where you think the space is going to be. And so while we start in a four through three, you know, if a, if a team is playing with a, what would be a one, three, five, two. So three in the back, five across the middle. We really try to, um, you know, try to occupy the space in their back line that we feel like uh, is going to be available and open for us to play those channels. And so in that situation, like the three would stay, the two wide players in the, in the four three would stay high. Um, whereas if they're in a, a, you know, a five, three, two, or their wing backs are way back, then we may pull those, you know, two wide players more centrally or, or uh, kind of in the, the middle attacking area and give us the ability to kind of draw them out and find space, you know, within the channels in between or behind. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's a communication tool. It's what, it's what you use to describe kind of where we want to be generally, but, you know, like every game is different. Every game has its own DNA. And so, want to be able to adjust and, and really find the space regardless of where we start. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that kind of goes back to the four quadrants you were talking about, you know, physical, uh, being a defender, you got to be a little more physical. You got to, you know, step up to the guy coming towards you and everything. And then, you know, the technical and the psychological that you were talking about, everything goes into that. Thank you so much for sharing that, by the way. And then yeah. I want to move on to two of your players on the women's team want to highlight a star player that just signed that division one offer with the mercer bears stan reitz what makes her such a good asset to a high school team and a college team and how hard has she worked to attain that offer well i'll kind of pick up on the the last part of your question sam has worked as hard as any uh athlete i've seen sam um you know, trains hard, but she does a lot of uh, additional work on her own, whether she's got a, you know, kind of a technical coach, uh, Mark Matondo, where she works with him often um, throughout the year. She's very, um, like, regimented in her approach, systematic. She she has those training sessions. She also plays club soccer at an extremely high level with Alabama, uh, Alabama Football Club in Birmingham. And she uh, uh, plays ECNL, which is kind of the highest level of uh, club play for, you know, youth players. And she is, uh, you know, a very essential part of that team. But for us, uh, she brings a, a wealth of experience. Uh, she's been playing for us since she's been a freshman. She uh, scores in big games. I think she scored 90 seconds into the – the uh, uh, state semifinal last year with absolute worldy. Um, uh, she plays uh, just strong on both sides of the ball, whether they were in possession offensively or without the ball. She is just an absolute treat to coach. She's a great teammate. 
Uh, she is um, constantly encouraging, and she's one of the fittest athletes we've ever had. Uh, we do fitness standards, and, um, you know, she's always working. It's not that it's easy, uh, but when you see her uh, execute these fitness standards, it, she almost makes it look easy, which is quite impressive because these are professional-level uh, fitness standards that she is uh, she is doing uh, seemingly with these, but she's working hard. She's just uh, she's going to be great for us this year. She she always is, and she's going to continue to be great. And any side she's on, she will crush it at Mercer. Yeah, and I mean Sam Reitz. If you meet her, she's one of the most down to earth people ever. She's super nice, and I mean she's super smart. I had a class with her two years ago, and I just remember asking to you know kind of copy off of her for all the questions so congratulations <laughs> to her and <laughs> i want to move on to another star player for the women's team scarlett adams who just committed to queen's college can you talk a bit about her position on the field and the leadership that she brings to this women's team yeah absolutely scarlett it's uh so much fun she's got such a great attitude and she's always i think she's a great connector she's always touching base with players, whether they're seniors like herself or some of the younger players. You know, we have six freshmen and one eighth grader on our team. So we have some youth and she's really good at connecting everybody. Uh, as far as her role in the field, she's a wide player. Uh, she plays what in soccer we call the 11 position. She's like a left winger. She plays in one of those three that are up front. She has great distribution, able to connect her passes with the midfield. Uh, she can uh, create chances for herself, but she does a very nice job setting up her teammates. She is a really hard worker. She, uh, you know, she uh, had an ACL injury last year during a match and has just worked unbelievably hard. And I know she's super excited to be able to come back. Uh, she missed the, the latter part of the season last year and I know she's super excited to come back and you know finish stronger senior year but she as well due to her work ethic and positive attitude is going to be uh, a phenomenal player for us a, a very important contributor and she's going to continue to elevate her game this season and, and and her college career as well yes sir and I mean Scarlett's another person just like Sam super humble super kind to everyone around them and I can't wait to see her and Sam both do great things, like you said. And now I want to move to the men's side a little bit because you are the coach of both. I mean, I remember watching this team the past two years and just seeing the speed on the wings that you were talking about and at the striker position. And I know last season was did not end the way y'all wanted to, but what has happened in the off season, and what players should we watch out for for this 2024 season? Yeah, you bet. We... we firmly believe that you grow the most when you are challenged, when you are stretched. Um, so we, we've had challenges. We've been close uh, every year. You know, last year we went out on penalties away at Dothan, who's a strong side. I think they lost two games last year. Uh, we felt like we had them on the ropes and we just didn't put the ball in the back of the net. And sometimes that happens. Uh, but, but I'll tell you what, that has made these young guys hungry. Uh, they are working hard. I think we had um, a like 95% of our players 
are passing what we call the Man United Fitness Test, the same fitness test that Manchester United from England uses. And these guys are absolutely fit. Uh, they, they push each other. They show up. I, you know, the reason I was at the stadium today is they asked if they could get some extra work in. Um, they just want to play. They're, they love to be around each other. Uh, and we, we return a lot of experience. We got 10 seniors on the side, so half half of our roster is seniors. Uh, so it's going to be uh, guys who have been there, guys who have been in these positions, uh, who know what it takes and know that we've been close and, you know, we're, we're prepared to step across the threshold. I'll say two guys that have grown immensely over the course of the last, you know, season – and are just absolutely working their tails off. Cohen Park, who is a junior, he plays in that 11 position as well as a wide player. Uh, he can also play centrally at the 10. He's a playmaker, but he creates a lot of opportunities for himself. Uh, he's incredibly skilled on the dribble uh, with the ball at his feet, uh, just a natural finisher. And then Matt Bolding, who's also a junior uh he he has put on some great weight. He's grown a few inches since last season. He's he's a he's a unit. Uh, he's a threat on set pieces. He can cover flag to flag on the field. These guys um, last week voluntarily ran three Man Uniteds in a row. Um, so we we when we do some of our fitness portions. You know, we'll run sections and waves, and these guys wanted to do two additional ones, uh, which is absolutely insane. It is uh, unbelievable that they can do that, and they're and they're finishing first. Um, so they are <laughs> they are hungry, they're fit, they want to play. Um, and like I said, we have a lot of great experience coming back. So we've got some you know, tremendous senior leadership. And, and uh, I think we're going to be a well-balanced team uh, in, in every phase of the game. Yeah, and uh, talk, talking about the Man United fitness test, I actually just looked up what it was. And, I mean, the fact that that many players on your team can attain that and just do that, like you said, is absolutely insane. And, I mean, it just shows the work that this team has put into it this offseason. And I can't wait to be up in that booth commentating some of y'all games. Thank you, Coach, and I'm going to send you over to Max. You bet. Right. Absolutely, Tim. How, how's it going, Coach Ferguson? Um, you know, I'm not going to try and, you know, I'm going to try and keep it brief a little bit, but uh, I quickly wanted to ask, uh, my sister used to play on the soccer team. I She didn't play her senior year, but I just wanted to know if you happened to coach her, Leah Mesman, or Leah Mesman. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to coach her, possibly? Yeah, I, I know Leah, but I, I didn't get the opportunity to coach her directly. Uh, she okay. was in our she was in our program, and and kind of, um, I've got uh, right this year we got nine coaches in our staff, and the the way that um, you know my, I see my responsibilities kind of like oversight of all the teams, but I trust. Uh, our coaches to kind of manage their own teams, coach their own teams. We have we have a lot of meetings and, and informational exchange, but at the end of the day, these are young coaches that I want to be, um, you know, responsible and take ownership of their own team. So while I may be on the sideline uh, of some of the 
you know, the junior varsity or junior high teams, I really let them do the coaching because it's their team. Uh, but I love watching the game. I love seeing these kids, you know, kind of grow through the ranks of our program and continue to, um, you know, push the limits kind of back to, you know, Taylor was talking about the Man United three years ago, three kids finished this test. Um, you know, and this year we've got, you know, uh, you know, 90, 95% of the guys, um, three females that are finishing the Man United, which is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And a lot of kids finishing a really high round. So, uh, I love watching these kids grow. Um, they're absolutely tremendous athletes. Uh, and we've, we're fortunate to have coaches that have, you know, coach kids like your sister that have, you know, come, come through the program. And we hope it's, you know, one of the, one of their favorite parts of their high school experience. Oh, yes, sir. She always, she always talks about, you know, playing under, you know, you and Coach Pittman and that entire staff and, you know, getting to know her teammates and stuff. But I was also going to say, you know, like Taylor, I am at least currently right now a bit of a casual. My knowledge extends to her and possibly playing FIFA as well. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, looking back at last season for this women's team first, not only did y'all finish the regular season unbeaten in y'all's area, but y'all went all the way to the state championship where y'all did suffer a tough loss to Spartan 2-1. to one. I actually watched that game. But looking back on that magical run last year, what are y'all's expectations coming into this season after showing that y'all can make it all the way to that top spot uh, last season? Yeah, we're not shy. Our expectation is to win the state championship. Um, that is our aim. That is where we plan to be. Um well, you know, like you said, we were close last year. Uh, I think we were, um, you know, a post and uh, a missed <clears throat> breakaway away from bringing the blue blue map home last year. I was really proud of our girls and our coaching staff um, for what they did to prepare. Um, I think we were ready and, and uh, just didn't cross the finish line. So this year, that's our aim. You know, we, we, we definitely lost some – uh, tremendously talented players last season and some great leadership, but you know, this is, this is kind of how this, this machine is built that uh, it's the next, next player up. And, and uh, we think that uh, if, if we do what we're capable of stay healthy, we think that we should be playing in the state championship and bringing the first blue map for the women's side to uh, Auburn high school. Yes, sir. Well, I'm excited to see it. I did actually was able to commentate a couple of games last season, and I remember watching players like Taylor said, you know, Sam Reed, Scarlett Adams. Uh, I actually remember when Scarlett had her injury, her being on the sideline. That was a tough loss last year, but y'all were able to fight through it and then make it to state. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, y'all are hungry, and I'm looking forward to see what y'all do on the women's side. And then on the men's side, looking back at last season, like Taylor said as well, Y'all didn't go as far as the state championship, but y'all were still able to beat Enterprise in the first round of the playoffs and then make it to the quarterfinals where, like you said, y'all did lose in penalties to a very good Dothan team. Uh, but same question as, uh, you know, the women's team for the men's team. What are the expectations coming into this season for the men's team? Yeah, same, same. We, we expect to play for a state championship. Uh, we've been 
close for several years and I have been playing well, <clears throat> but uh, we just haven't haven't been able to uh, get back into the big game. Um, on the sideline for the guy side, you know, I've had the pleasure of coaching you know, in the, in the final four several times and win a state championship with them. So we, we know what it takes as a coaching staff. And I think these, uh, this group of guys is as hungry as I've seen. Uh, I think they're very focused. Uh, they, uh, drive each other and that is a joy as a coach. There is no, um, absolutely no hesitation when it comes to them wanting to be on the field. Like they want uh, additional training. Uh, they 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 want it, right? Then they're very um, outspoken about that too. Rings coach, that's what we want. Um, so that's that's our uh, that's our aim. That's our expectations, and we're going to do everything within our power to make that happen. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, you talk about this group, like you said earlier to Taylor, I mean, there's a lot of experience on this team, 10 seniors returning, you said basically half the roster. Uh, so, I mean, there's reason to be hungry. And um, I'm excited to see what unfolds. I want to actually harp on that experience a little bit that you've been discussing. How do you think that will play into this team's performance week in and week out, especially when y'all make the postseason? Yeah, I think if anything, um, that we are uh, not complacent, right? That we know um, you can be a great team and play a, a great brand, um, but you still got to, you know, keep hunting. And I think any time that we play teams, you know, Auburn High School, and especially Auburn High Soccer has got a reputation of, of uh, a history of success, of being, you know, winning the state championship on the guy side a couple of times, um, and playing for the big game several times, you know, so I think most of the time we're going to get people's best game and we have a tough schedule and it's fun uh, to challenge ourselves. But I think if anything, you know, they're not going to be complacent. They're going to use that experience and use some of that pain from last season uh, to sure up areas that we could have, uh, you know, could have, could have been even better. And I, I tell the guys, it's my responsibility to have you ready. So we're going to make sure that, um, you know, the things that, you know, may have been uh, some factors as far as finishing and, and just executing that we're even more clinical this year in those areas. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, I want to uh, harp real quickly on this being coming up into this season. Not only is your team experience, but you're also very experienced as a, as a head coach. Uh, this being your, I believe, your 10th season, correct me if I'm wrong, your 10th season as the men's head coach, as well as your fifth season as the women he women's head coach. Uh, what have been some of your favorite moments with this team so far in your career? Man, um, you know, obviously, uh, with this specific team or just coaching in general? Uh, just coaching in general. You know, obviously, you know, bringing in the state championship back to Auburn High School and rep representing our city. Like, that's a lot of fun. Um, but beyond that, uh, some of my most favorite moments of the relationships built are, you know, when I get a call from a guy um, who's getting married or, you know, is, is applying for a job and, and wants a, you know, letter of recommendation four, four years later or is calling me from, you know, uh, uh, another country to tell me is on a cool field, you know, watching, 
watching a, a team play. Like I love the relational aspect. I love seeing these, you know, young ladies and young men uh, really become the best versions of themselves and to develop a hard work ethic. Cause no matter what you do, you got to make sure that you're challenging yourself and stretching yourself, you know, to get better, to improve. So I, mean, I think, you know, winning is fun and I'm very competitive. So I <laughs> love it when we can be successful, but some of the best relationships have, you know, not even or some of the best experiences and moments have not even been when the ball's on the, on the, on the turf. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, that uh, we've asked, you know, that question to, you know, the past 15 coaches that we have talked to. And a lot of them are, you know, the similar answer. And uh, it's, you know, building those relationships with the team and with, you know, the players you coach, with your staff around you and just everybody, you know, that you meet throughout the job. And I mean, it's awesome to hear because, you know, you're able to get those you know, last week or not last week, two weeks ago when we were interviewing the um, coach Brandt for the basketball team, for the men's basketball team, he was talking about how he had a player, you know, got to go play overseas and just that entire relationship and the relationship you have with your players. It's just it's just really special. But thank you, uh, coach, for sharing that time uh, with me and sharing those answers. Now I'm going to send it back over to Taylor. Well, you bet. So um, I have two more questions, and then we'll get you on with your Sunday night. Um, these are more kind of off the field, like we've been talking about. What does the city of Auburn mean to you, and how does your experience with this specific team make you a better person, you know, in every aspect of life, with your family, your professional career, I believe as a as a psychologist or is that, isn't that what Max, yeah, Max, yeah. Is what you said? <laughs> yes, I sir. Mean, yes, how sir. Does your, your experience with this team develop your experiences with other things away from soccer? Sure. Great question. So Auburn means a uh, ton to me. And I grew up, uh, my father uh, was in the army, retired in the army. So I moved, you know, every couple of years as a kid, um, Auburn is my home. I have lived here longer than I lived anywhere else. I came here for school in 2002 and graduated a few times from Auburn University. I love Auburn. Um, and so to be able to represent a program, a school, a school district uh, that has a lot of pride um, is an absolute joy. It is something that we get to do it's not something that we have to do um so that's special and um as far as how you know coaching helps me in other areas you know i think um there are a lot of factors that you got to have as a coach you got to be a communicator you got to be patient you got to um you got to believe in people and you you got to help them actualize uh you know the best version of themselves and so I think that translates a ton. You know, my kids are, uh, I have three and they're, you know, at, at, at the games. And, you know, sometimes they'll be, uh, when it's late training, they'll, they'll swing by. You know, my oldest now plays in the program, uh, Ryan Lilly, and she's on the junior varsity girls team. And she's, um, and she's crushing it too. She, uh, uh, it's just fun to have her out there. And so, you know, soccer is a big part of our family, and 
it's hard to kind of <laughs> tease that apart, whether it's my my coaching or them playing, man, we, you know, or us playing at home in the, in the, you know, in the yard, it's just a huge part of what we do. So, uh, it, it got, it's kind of a, th- a thread that's woven through a, a lot of, uh, you know, our life and our family. Um, and so, I, you know, I'm thankful that uh, I've had the opportunity to coach here for, you know, a decade, and I'm uh, excited to, to keep this train rolling. Yes, sir. And um, I have one more question, and then we'll get you on with your Sunday night. That was awesome to hear, you know, the way that, people just look at the sport and they're like, oh, they do that on the field and then they go on with their lives. I mean, it shows that the sport truly, I mean, develops into other things in your life with your three kids, like you were saying, start playing soccer, your daughter coming up through the program, and she'll have you as a coach one day. It's just super special to hear. And thank you for sharing that. And then my last question is, is there anything you want to tell the students, fans, and City of Auburn about your team before the season opener and what can we expect for the very first game coming up? Yeah, you know, I, I would love, uh, and uh, uh, you know, coach here for a while, and there was a um, such a great student body support for this program, and there's still, you know, there's still bodies in the stands, and we hear them, and we love having them there. I would love for this student body to show up for this team um, this year. I think they're going to see uh, an explosive side, whether it's the girls or the guys. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of excitement. And I, I would love, um, you know, to for them to, to uh, back this team because I think you're going to get – you know, an even better performance from our from our program when they know that their you know their students or their their peers are are there supporting them. So, if anybody is interested in in coming or has a friend, invite them. Like we we try to make it fun. We we do fan engagement and get people down on the field. Um, so we'd love to see more of that. Um, but as far as you know being ready uh i have no doubt that our our teams will be uh, and i'm excited we've we got some good tests throughout the season and and uh and i just uh, i think we should expect some fireworks because this team's coming yes sir and max if you don't have any more questions we'll go ahead on with the outro and get coach ferguson on with the sunday yeah i don't have any more questions but thank you so much uh, coach for coming on uh, we know you're a very busy guy you know with the uh, I actually meant to ask this so I guess I'll ask it now really quick but talking about yesterday the event y'all had with the polar plunge you know that with everything going all the charity going to the special olympics and all of that uh, I wanted to ask real quick what do doing those things in the community mean to you how special is that to you and your team it means a ton you know, it's a special group that we get to support, that we get to uh, help raise funds for. Uh, I think it's, you know, soccer or any sport is a great tool to prepare you for life. And I think we're better together. And we, when we can, you know, stand shoulder to shoulder with our neighbor and, and support them in any way we can, I think we get outside of ourselves a little bit and get into, you know, make, 
making a positive impact in you know other people's lives in our community. So it's really neat. Um, that event itself is it's a, it's a ton of fun. I mean, it's it's quite terrible, honestly. <laughs> when when you, when you hit that water and and uh, you know, I, I think yesterday broke the record for the uh, the coldest temp since the polar plunge started twelve years ago. Um, and in fact, my buddy Ryan Moult is the one who started that. 12 years ago in his backyard. So to see it was the largest um, sign up they, they've ever had in the history of Polar Plunge. And the fact that Auburn High Soccer has been a part of that, uh, you know, since the beginning is, is really neat. And we're uh, just thrilled to be able to take part. Yes, sir. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that, yeah, the Polar Plunge, I, you know, I have a couple of friends on both the men's and women's soccer, varsity soccer teams and uh you know i'll see them posting you know on social media like their polar plunge challenge or the polar plunge event so that's just an awesome thing you do but once again we're very grateful to have you on to this podcast and now taylor i'll send it over to you for the outro yes sir that's gonna do it for play cars episode 16 thank you so much coach ferguson for coming on and giving us some of your knowledge you know it's more than a sport and we see that through every single coach that we interview, but it was very special today. And just thank you so much for coming on, and we hope you have an amazing week, and we can't wait to see what your team does in this coming up season. Well, guys, thanks for having me. I think what you're doing is really cool, and, and uh, man, wish you guys, you know, success and, and uh, as you continue this cool adventure. But I appreciate the opportunity just to share some time with you and, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your evening as well. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much, Coach. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.